0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
1: Inside Story on BFM
0: 89.9 Good evening. You're with Lee Chwee Lin and Sherad Kutin. Tonight, we're talking about when Statecraft meets stagecraft after yesterday's Medeka Parade. First, we'll be discussing what it takes to put events like this together and what value it has for us as a people. And then we, of course, want to know Did you watch the parade yesterday? Do parades and fireworks get you excited? The number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Tweet us at BFM Radio and send us a voice note or WhatsApp at our U Mobile number 018 789 8899. This is Inside Story. It is 6.08. So, of course, yesterday was, and I'm stating the obvious... Merdeka. It was August 31st. Um, And with it comes uh, a lot of the things that you would expect, particularly the fireworks as well as the parade. Now, the one this year was held at Dataran Putrajaya. It began at 8am. People were arriving as early as 3 in the morning despite the downpour. There were food trucks. There were lots of people kind of camping out and trying to get the best spot possible to watch the parade go by. And the Minister for Communications and Digital, Fami Fadil, said that Uh, More than 100,000 people were estimated to have attended today's events.
2: Yeah, it's quite extraordinary how these events still remain very... Kind of salient for a lot of people, they haven't gotten jaded or bored of them. Uh, I heard of you know people booking rooms in hotels in downtown KL to get a view or uh, to watch the fireworks that came in the evening, and uh, and it reminded me of the kind of childlike wonder that people still have, adults still have, uh, when it comes to things like the, the national day parade.
0: So I have to confess that the parade has. Gosh, am I going to get stoned and kicked out of the country? Um, the, the parade has never done it for me, um, but that is a very particular thing to me in that I associate it with the march pass at school. And so when I watch the parade, all I can think of is just the sun beating down on my head as I get left, 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 right, left, and all the rest of it. So I can't kind of shake the association. You mean you yourself were in the march pass and word marching? Yeah, in school. Okay, um, so, that was a, so that was the point of trauma. Yeah, Well, trauma is a strong word but it's certainly a point of irritation and so because of that um, despite the fact that the parade has so much fanfare and i understand why people love it i understand its appeal it's just never been the thing that i wanted to wake up early for on medeca fireworks though i get
2: okay you know so i'm quite i've become quite lazy and perhaps a little jaded but i i still remember my early kind of experience of parades, whether it was religious parades like a chingay, I think it was one of the earliest memories I have was a chingay parade in Johor Bahru. Uh, but it's also the national parades. Anything that brings people together and, you know, and in some ways even a bursae rally had that parade-like feel because you kind of snake around the city, you uh, know, with lots of people.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of people all there for a very particular reason and, and often it's, you know, for a love of the country. And I think that's part of it. That's a huge part of it.
2: Yeah. So the country coming together with a singular purpose uh, and something kind of more abstract and larger than yourself I think is what makes all these events you know whether they're religious secular whatever it is uh, have the same sort of feel you do get goosebumps and you do feel I don't know emotional in a kind of way because uh, the it's it's the structure of the event right that and, and that's what I think directors and people who uh, put choreograph choreographers who put these events together, uh, need to and do hone in on. They they know exactly what is gonna give you the goosebumps.
0: There were a few things that really uh were a hit, I would say, particularly on social media. So the Abang bomba and uh the canines were very, very popular. But of course you've also got the the Sky Show, you've got the stunts, there were just and you know, some vintage things, right? Like the the vintage cars. There there are things that are perennially popular in the parade. And anyways, we're going to get into some of that as well as what it takes to put together a successful parade. We are asking you though, did you watch it yesterday, the parade? Um, Do things like parades and fireworks, the pageantry of it all, does it get you excited? Does it make you feel a bit happier? Prouder of being Malaysian. That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. After this, we'll be speaking with Joe Siddick, who uh, previously directed the Georgetown Festival, uh, and to get his thoughts, so do keep it here on Inside Story BFM eighty nine point
1: nine. Burning for more BFM eighty nine point nine, the business station.
0: It is 6.13 and you're listening to Inside Story with Lynn and Sherrod the day after Merdeka today so of course we are talking about the Merdeka Parade which uh, I think quite a lot of people were excited about. There's also been a lot of fanfare on social media so we wanted to know whether you watched it firstly and do things like parades and fireworks get you excited? You can call 7773 2900 tweet us at BFM Radio, and send us a voice note or WhatsApp at zero one eight seven eight nine. Uh Joining us now to talk about it, we have Joe dick who previously directed the Georgetown Festival. Uh, Joe, thanks so much for taking the time. Thanks, Lynn. <laughs> I really enjoy being part of this nation-building thing. So, okay, what did you think of this year's Medeca Parade? What stood out to you?
1: Well, guilty. I didn't watch it live. But I did watch the after bits on TikTok and all that. You know? I've always loved the National Day Parade because one time in the year We all get to pull ourselves together And say hey, I'm a proud Malaysian And I, the song Setia I don't know whether it started As a National Day song But I certainly love This, this nation-feeling song You know But yeah Abang Bomba <laughs> And the dogs But I don't know It's, it's really exciting Time when you see All these uniformed people Marching past The flights the, 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 uh, what is this? the fly pass That's another interesting thing You know è stance.
2: Joe, if I could just extend that because you know you mentioned the abang there's a kind of like oh the muscularity of the Malaysian man, you know of of uh, institutions that you know like the, the the military stuff, the hard way also goes by, but it's also the soft stuff, right? So we always have dancing, and we always have the ethnic communities uh, represented in dance. And you're somebody from the arts. I mean, yeah. how? I mean, when you weigh up the the, the 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 hard and the soft and the feminine, the masculine, how do you see that working in a Parade.
1: Well, I, I stumbled upon a parade in Sarawak, which I think somehow I mean, we should incorporate over here, where there were thousands of them dressed in their uh, tribal outfits, you know, which I think would be fabulous for Kuala Lumpur, you know, because it's a sense of like, things about sense, shape and dress and all that. These are real tribal people. I think, I mean, I was really mesmerized by that. Yeah, yeah I agree. I mean, it's a visual spectacle when you see uniform and non-uniform, and, and, and tribal and national costumes, you know. I wish we see a lot more of that, you know. Like a cross between Chitra and and National Parade.
0: Mm. I Speaking of, um, could you talk to us about your experiences doing large-scale events like these? What kind of thought goes into putting the whole thing together? God, you have
1: to just pray and pray and pray. You know? and <laughs> pray the weather. I mean, you can never fight is the weather, you know. We just pray that it doesn't work. It's not an easy task. I, I mean, but in Singapore, I know that they, they get big names to come and choreograph the, the show itself. So after the parade, there's obviously a national show and all that. So it pulls everybody together from all layers of the society, not just people on the streets. Like Most of us watch it on TV. We don't go to the actual physical space. But in Singapore, they make it an interesting thing for people to go to the actual physical space you know, rather than watch it on TV. <laughs>
2: Well, that's interesting because, you know, as you mentioned, they do get uh, big names. Singapore had Glenn Gui, who's a filmmaker. Yeah. Changi Mo did the, you know, the Olympics yeah. uh, opening ceremony. And we see that in different countries. Not quite here in Malaysia, but there clearly is a committee or, or group of people working because we understand the preparations for the Medicare Parade uh, began as early as April this year. Could you, um, for people who don't understand the logistics of this, could you just very quickly run us through what you think the logistics of such an event? would uh, be?
1: Well, it's a mammoth task of getting so many different agencies working together, you know. I don't know how they do it. I've never personally done uh, a parade, parade. You know? but just uh, doing big shows in the open air where there's lots and lots of people involved from security to weather and the actual content of it all and how to keep the momentum of the pacing so that the public is very excited. I mean, I saw something on... TikTok, which is not National Day Parade, but a, a, a march pass done by some young cadets. And it's gone viral because it was funny. It was the, the march pass was interesting. I think it would be an interesting thing for the country to have that, you know, so that people every year uh, improve on their march pass, you know, rather than do the normal thing. They do little stunts, you know, that attract the crowds. Like the Abang for instance, you know. You do different versions of rather than just walking past. So the march pass could be an interesting for the public, you know. that like what Singapore tries to do.
0: So, actually speaking of that, do you think that innovation is something that people want? Or do people want in times like these, or not not necessarily times like these, but in these sorts of periods, do people want familiarity and tradition?
1: I think we want both. I think in a time like this, we want some, the spirit of getting together and the spirit of being excited by it. You don't want to see the same old, same old, same old. You know, especially for the younger crowd, why would they want to see something that they don't they They don't associate with, you know So I think the task of whoever's curating or conceptualizing Is to get everybody interested To get all the different layers interested in the different content of it, you know I I love the the largeness of the nation-building thing And the songs that we hear weeks in advance or around at the same time, you know
2: Joe, you know, I think you, you know, you kind of hit the nail on the head on in terms of the larger tasks that uh, these parades kind of aim to address. But what is the specific challenge you think is a, for a Malaysia, right? where we have such diversity of geographical, uh, cultural values, how far can we go, you know, and sort of what becomes is it becomes a dampener for for real extremes or exciting innovation because we have to keep everybody on board what are the constraints what that you
1: yeah, see the constraints is actually the word inclusiveness how how do we include everyone in one parade for instance you know so it will be just getting larger and larger what about farmers from johor what about people from the north you know Um, What about dancers? What about uniform? Normally it's uniformed people, people that work in Krajan that shows the best of of the military thing or the Navy. But I think when it comes to civil society, it's such a huge list of people that you want to take. So maybe there's a composition of uh, 80-30 or 70-30 where the 30% is always about the community, you know? It's open to community that you keep changing. So the, the, the content of the show is always different with the community one, you know? So then you can get a chance to get different communities to come in, into the parade every year. And whereas the 70% is your normal government agencies, schools, marching bands, uniform, bomba, police, you know, female cadets. So, I mean, that one could be the staple 50, 60, 70%, you know? And the 30 you open to real, real community and you change that, you know? So everybody is represented in Malaysia and opening up to different communities from all parts of Malaysia. They come have farmers from Johor or come have fishermen, you know. How would you parade fishermen from the north or south or orang-orang uh, orang, orang, uh, uh imans? you know, um, or, orang, orang asal from here, you know, in, their, in splendid costumes, you know. You know, it-
0: we spoke about this earlier. It felt like there was a lot of excitement this year for the parade. People were, were there early as they are always. Um, but over the decades, have you noticed um, you know, reactions or maybe interest levels changing and shifting when it comes to the Medeca parade?
1: I don't know. I mean, the last two years, I think that suddenly everybody wants to watch it. I think because the Abang Bomba thing or TikTok, you get to watch it and think, what was that? you know? And I, think, I actually, I'm thinking about maybe 15, 20 years ago, I was asked by the state government to bring in like, 30 models in Kebayanyonya's uh, to parade and I thought it was hilarious that we had to walk quite a heavy stretch but it was a wonderful feeling being part of a uh, national parade and the energy out there. I think a lot, of, a lot more if you, be, if you include the different, different people so that they feel this, oh wow, I want to be part of this parade, you know
2: Joe, you know, we are struggling, of course, um, and have for several years between Madeka and Malaysia Day. We, we have this, it seems like, you know, uh, this yeah. period, right? And, and in, in that also, the question of uh, where is the center of this country? Uh, you know, should Kuala Lumpur monopolize the symbolic weight of the country or should it be decentralized? What's your feeling about centralization versus decentralization when it comes to things like these spectacles?
1: Well, I think if they've tried to do National Day in Sarawak and National Day in some, I think Penang had once, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think it's important to, for the other states to feel part of the country too. You know? Certainly, we always feel it's always, nation, the nation's always Kuala Lumpur, you know, but that's, that happens everywhere around the world. You can't, there has to be one central thing. So I think maybe that's a good uh, way to have National Day and Malaysia Day, to have different teams and the National Day are obviously in Kuala Lumpur, but the other one moves, you know. Malaysia they should move. Especially, you
0: know. You know, of course one major difference over the year really has been the way that it's televised because we now have so many different ways of shooting and showing the parades. I'm thinking of things like drone shots. How do you think this changes the way that it's thought about or the way it's put together?
1: Like You can have 80,000 people in a football field and you can have 800 million people watching the football match. So I think it gives you a larger audience, which means you can get a lot more people being interested in it. So it's a good chance for people to, to showcase Malaysian talent or to get more eyeballs, you know, that people can't go. But I kind of like the idea of building live crowds, like how Singapore does, you know. They get a nice location, they make it interesting for all walks of life to come. I, I've actually been to a Singapore National Day thing where they sang like 17 versions of the, the national song in, in the hall in, as part of the National Day show. I thought it was hilarious.
2: Did you say 17 versions?
1: Yes. I mean, what of, are 17,
2: national... not 17 languages, so then what would it no, be? No,
1: no, no, like let's slow. different arrangements. You know, of the national song. Okay, maybe I exaggerate. It certainly was more than eight or ten, you know. I just laughed because I thought, wow, this is so patriotic, you know. Uh, Different arrangers, different singers singing the same thing, national song. Well, you know, okay,
2: let's talk about something you've mentioned over and over again, which is TikTok. TikTok and social media, I mean, to what extent uh, do you think organizers think about that dimension, the fact that today it's not just RTM that's broadcasting, it's everybody is potentially a broadcaster?
1: Well, nothing against RTM or whatever, but I think it is uh, an online thing. You know, TikTok has taken back. Even I started looking and studying what, what is it that moves people in the psyche of the content that people put out there. It's crazy. But if you want to be relevant, I think you have to go there. I mean, look at, look at the elections, Look at how crazy uh, it's gone on TikTok. You, know, and now you, get, you look at the eyeballs and how many people react to how things are on TikTok. I think it's a great, great platform. You know, short and can you get to sell your ideas, and more people watch? You know, challenging though.
0: Mm, I I think that that was what we were thinking about. Really, the fact that it can be very hard to accommodate these sorts of different points of view. But ultimately, I think the question, in some ways, is really whether parades and, and pageantry are effective ways of fostering togetherness or patriotism. Where do you stand on this? Is there always going to be a place for parades and fireworks?
1: I hope so. I really hope so. You look at it when you watch any uh, watch uh, uh, march past by presidents that come. It's always centered around uh, the, 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 even the uh, national guards in UK and all that. There's this pageantry that uh, I think it's fabulous to keep hold of that. You know? and look at the UK thing. You know, every time they have a, this huge thing, it's watched by millions. Uh, even in Malaysia, you know, and one time a year where you're allowed to feel really proud, or you should. Really proud, this is my country, you know. And the songs and the build up, I kind of like it. I, I really hope that we can build it into a many layered, uh, for all different layers of public, and especially for the sort of like well-heeled people to look and say, hey, That's a lovely song on this nation-building thing, you know. I like it. I <laughs> hope they keep it.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. Not only do you like it, but you think the, the amount of money that would have been spent is justified. So I want to ask you about that. In terms of the return on investments for parades and patriotic events, how do we measure its value or its uh, benefits?
1: Okay, yeah, that's a really good question. I've, I've been one of the critics of why do we spend so much money on Chitrawarna, right? What is the ROI? What is the mission for Chitrawarna? So if you compare National Day and Chitrawana, I would rather spend on National Day because it's a nation thing. It's a, na- na- a nation where you put out there, like there's no real ROI in the sense of how much money you spend and how much money you can get you back. But with if you spend 20 million on one day and nobody knows anything about your culture or there's no ROI or your own people don't feel for it, it's like there's no lasting effect on your investment. So I think that's a really relevant question about why do we do it? What's our mission for doing this, you know? And I think it's important to have national day parades uh, and spend, I'm going to say as much money, but spend it well. And the, the, the real question mark would be Chitrawarna. Why do you spend so much money and what's the return of it?
0: So considering that you're, you're stumping for the parade, how long do you think the feel-good factor should last from it?
1: Well, we remember, uh, and especially when they start doing song contests and, and people, re- people remember Abang Boba the next year. I mean, I, I just watched clips of it and I thought it was hilarious. I mean, because of TikTok, it's been picked up. Um, but I, I think uh, this nation-building thing, I don't know. For me, it lasts every year, at least it comes back to me, you know. I still love old, old Malay songs, Tanah uh, Pusaka, which was supposed to be our national anthem at one point. I still love all these nation songs, you know. Uh, I, I for me, I love it and it stays with me. And I, I'm a, I'm a big believer on the country.
2: Okay, Joe, we have just about a minute left. What should organizers of the next National Day parade aspire to?
1: Oh wow! I mean, I sh- I'm sure they know whoever they keep hiring. You know, uh, it's why do you do it and what's the impact that you want? You know, what do you, like, exactly what you ask? What do you think people walk away? Even if it's not a dollar to dollar ROI thing, right? But do do people walk away feeling proud that they are Malaysians? You know, that's the, the thing, that's the ROI of it. You know, do all Malaysians get a chance to watch it, it's not the buka Kedai and to, talk to die, You know, it is about feeling good about the country. You know, that one day that we are allowed to, that we we're given a chance to feel good about our country. You know, putting all everything else aside.
0: Joe, thank you so much for speaking with us today.
1: Thank you. Thank you. All the best.
0: Yeah. Happy National Day anyway. Yeah. You too. That was Joe Siddick, who previously directed the Georgetown Festival, talking to us about uh the National Day parade that took place yesterday. And we are asking you, did you watch the parade? Do parades and fireworks get you excited? And actually, since we're talking ROI, I think it's worth asking, do you think they're worth it? That's really what it comes down to. You can call 7773 2900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio.
1: Beats, funk, mixtapes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.
0: It is exactly 639 and you're listening to Insight Story with Lynn and Sherrod. And today, the day after Merdeka, we're talking about the National Day Parade, which this year, um, as it has been over the last few years, was greeted with a lot of fanfare. People were lining up and waiting and uh, generally just very excited for it. There have also been a lot of... TikToks and Instagrams and the likes circulating after the fact, and we were asking you, essentially, were you excited for it? Did you watch the parade yesterday? And do you think ultimately that it's worth it? Do they do their part in making us feel better, more loving of our country? That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp, 018 789 and tweet us at BFM Radio. So... Shall we start off, should we start off with people who enjoyed it or a dissenting voice? What do you think? Let's start with the dissenters and, you know, uh, and put that aside off Okay, fine. Because uh, TIDJ says, I watched the parade. I found it very meh. The whole routine early on with the stage around the dance performance, it felt very Zumba-like. The stunts by the motorcyclists from the military felt like the circus came to town. It just didn't feel as classy as the Medeca parades I watched on the telly when I was young or the few that I've attended uh, attended during my school years. So I think, you know, what
2: this brings up is the question of what you want to see, right? And what is being projected. So... I get very excited when the circus comes to town. I mean, I mean, literally, as a child, that was like the the big thing, right? The great Indian circus would come to town. Back
0: when animals were still
2: in the circus. Yes. Mm. When... Uh, are they not already? Oh, did the, you not? Yeah, no. they're not. They're not. Mm. There are no more animals now. <laughs> well, that's really sad because I love the animals. But the point is, it gets people excited. So the element of the circus, I think, is something anybody organising these parades would want to sort of incorporate, I think, uh, because you're going to have to kind of appeal to all kinds of age levels. It cannot be, or shouldn't be, um, but maybe TIDJ, you have it right. I mean, maybe
0: the classy is the way to go. Ah, okay. So I'm really glad that you picked up on that word, classy, because I think that that's really uh, the key thing. So when we talk about parades and, and pageantry, the word really is pageantry, do we want classy or do we want just all out, you know, not subtle, everything in your face? Because I would argue that the National Day Parade, this display of nationalism and love of country and all that, is not the day to be classy. I understand where you're coming from, though. I I do think that previous years, maybe the word is they were more subdued. Uh, But now... It's been getting more high energy over the years.
2: I don't mind it. Yeah. So, my feeling is that, you know, if you look at, the, I mean, until the 20th century, mass politics, that exactly the kind of uh, stagecraft uh, was, in fact, to project power, the power of the state, right? So, you have the military hardware, you have the, the jackboots and the goose stepping, and the, and the, you know, everything was hard and serious and well, about projecting state power. But as soon as you decide that you're a democratic society and you want to have something that is inclusive, then it gets more anarchic, maybe. It gets more fun. It gets softer around the edges and you can have those moments of humor. You can have those moments where people are dancing and people can... It doesn't just have to be the performers. It can be the audience as well. And so um, maybe it's a question of sensibility, right, at the end of the day and also the nature of of the government the state? What kind of message are they trying to project? And what what kind of society wants,
0: uh, is receptive to that message? So Ahwat says, we used to watch the Madeka Parade when young, when the main channels were, well, TV 1, 2 and 3, we talked about this earlier. I encouraged my kids to watch it too. It does invoke some kind of patriotism and I took the opportunity to explain more about Malaysia to them. So they did watch and they also sang Nagaraku Negara- at home. Um, Ahwat, I have memories of watching it when I was a child and And I think that um, what you're talking about, meaning talking to your children about what they're watching, is really valuable because it's maybe not that... um, It's still interesting, but it's maybe not as knowledge absorbing to just watch the parade go by, right? It's more fun and you maybe learn more when you are having somebody sit there and go okay so that represents that community and up next we've got the army and you know next we've got the cars and next we've got the veterans and so on and so forth.
2: Yeah absolutely the framing that adults do for children watching the spectacle uh, is very important uh, just in terms of meaning, you know, making meaning but Lynn you know I want to ask you if you feel that the question that is often asked like, do you love your country is not E- easy one to answer, is it in fact something kind of abstract? How do you feel about that idea of loving your country?
0: Oh, I don't feel that it's abstract, but I don't feel it's abstract because my um, my feelings of patriotism, so I have never, I think, put up a Malaysian flag in on my car for Medeca or my house, you know, I, I just have not done that. It's not the household I was raised in, we didn't do that, but I... I've always said I've chosen over and over again to return to the country. I don't imagine living elsewhere. Um, I do my best to live as a good member of the community to show love of country in that way. So I tend to think of patriotism in very particular ways. I don't know if it's shared by everybody. Um, I'm certainly not a a nationalist. I'm not a hawk. So it, it doesn't come out in those ways. But I... Every time I throw rubbish in a rubbish bin, <laughs> I feel like that's a
2: display of patriotism. That's very interesting. And it's, you know, it, I think you're a nationalist. It's just that you're not, as you put it, a hawkish nationalist, you know, nationalist who thrives on, uh, you know, law and order issues and on just... W- Questions of watching our borders and, you know, obsessing about internal and external enemies. Uh, but so, again, you know, uh, what does this government or the state want to project? And
0: what are the big challenges? And is it there in the national parade? I mean... Do we do enough? Well, I want to read this from DMA because I think it addresses some of these issues. Because DMA says, My wish list for the next Medeca Parade. One, for both government and opposition leaders to put aside their differences and share one stage. Demonstrate mature politics. How can we expect people to stand united if our leaders don't lead by example? Number two, reduce wastage. Unnecessary costumes, banners, etc. Number three, lower the carbon footprint. The fly pass, although nice to watch, leaves behind this high carbon footprint all for a few seconds um, and then you have to factor in the rehearsals too. And lastly, judge patriotism, not just how people behave um, during and at the parade. Yesterday's post-parade traffic in Putrajaya was horrendous, largely contributed by indiscriminate parking and the selfish attitude of some attendees. And let's not forget the rubbish that is left behind. I will be truly proud to be a Malaysian if we can at least do well for the above points.
2: DMA, fascinating list of uh, suggestions. I, I never noticed this, but I, I guess, the, you know, leaders from the opposition are not part of the of the, the, the waving. They're not part of it, are they? And that would be quite extraordinary, actually, to put, if all of them came together on that same stage for that day, because we don't need, uh, you know, just the government of the day. We do need uh, all the voices, because after all, half the parliament was voted for by half the country, you know, and so the other half of the country, as it were. And so that I think is a fascinating um, suggestion.
0: And I just made my feelings about littering very clear. So in other (laughs) words, we agree with you. Uh, Keep those thoughts coming. We'd like to hear. uh, Did you watch the parade yesterday? Um, The Medeka Day parade, of course. Do things like parades and fireworks get you excited? Do they make you feel happier about being a Malaysian, living in Malaysia, that number to call is 7773 Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We will be right back for more of your messages. Keep it here on Inside Story, BFM
1: 89.9. Bold, fearless, Malaysians. BFM 89.9, The Business
0: Station. It is 6.49 and you're listening to Inside Story with Lynn and Sherad. Uh Today, we are talking about the National Day Parade, which happened yesterday. Uh, lots of posts that I've been seeing floating around. Uh, very Abang bomba heavy, I'm going to be honest. Um, and the canines. And the canines, of course. But uh, in general, we wanted to know, did you watch it? Uh, do things like the parades and the fireworks get you excited, make you feel happier about being part of the country? And actually, additional Two questions. Uh, do you think it's worth it? And someone raised, the IDJ earlier raised the point of classy. We want to know whether you think the parade should be classy yes. or do you like its current exuberant nature? Uh, you can call 7773 send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. So some people who went... Um, we have this from Azmir, who says, I went to the parade for the first time in my 42 years of living. It was a pleasant experience seeing Malaysians coming together to celebrate the historical event. I definitely will go again next year. I shed tears when the Pancharagam was playing in- inila Barisan Kita. I became more appreciative of those who keep our country in peace. Yeah, so, you know, that... Uh, bringing you
2: close to tears the goosebump um, quality of a parade or a spectacle I think it's so important uh, for those who are kind of designing these things you have to understand uh, I mean not in a cynical way but what is it that uh, gets us feeling uh you know uh that way about that abstract notion of the nation and you know and so um how m- what more we can do to up that I mean and not that we should be crying right through this the fest you know the parade But certainly, I think uh, that is a sign of success, I think.
0: Asmir, you know what I'd like to know? How much of it was the parade and how much of it was being around others? Because I think Mm. there's such a big difference to... I'm glad we can watch it on TV, right? I don't think we want millions of Malaysians descending on Putrajaya. Firstly, there's no parking. So it's, it's just not going to work. But I I do think that there is something to be said about being there physically, among others, um, you know, chit-chatting, eating each other's food, waving the flag together, waving at people. There is something very powerful about that, that while watching on TV at home is fun, it doesn't get at the same uh, it doesn't target the same the same heartstrings. I think so.
2: Yeah, and this is what Joe Siddiqui said about the way Singapore organises that there is in fact uh, an intention to have people come, that you could uh, watch it from anywhere, but they design the programme so that people are attracted to be there, present and to feel
0: exactly what you're talking about, Lin. Dr. Kyrie says... When I was in primary school many, many years ago, we were always looking forward to the Medeka Parade. We felt proud to be Malaysians. In my town, there was also Kreta Berhias at night. Those were the good old days. And I am curious about that. Uh, we, will, we will circle back because actually there's a related message that came in from Dens who says... Didn't watch, didn't really find, find a point to watch as the country's politics and racial discrimination is getting worse year by year. I can I felt the patriotic environment during the Wawasan 2020 era, not now. Too much racial politics which does not reflect true Malaysians. And both of these messages, I think in different ways, are talking about things being better in the past. Yeah, so
2: the past is, um, as somebody says, another country. Uh, And, you know, we often have um, rose-tinted glasses uh, looking back at the past. But I I do wonder why some of us can't make a distinction between the politics of the country, which is a very specific dimension of the country, and other dimensions of the country, including something like a national parade, when, in fact, politics is uh, should be put aside for a display of a community A a deep sense of community that I think you can argue, I know we can argue to the
0: culls come home about this, but still exists in Malaysia. To be honest, when I think about something like the National Day Parade, I'm not thinking about the government in charge. Uh, Maybe that's not to the benefit of the government in charge, you know, because the theme this year is Malaysia Madani. So there's certainly a, a desire to have that kind of branding. But I... I do think of the National Day Parade as something separate too, and and, and that's perhaps because it's going to happen regardless of of who's actually sitting in the chair, you know, regardless of who's actually, which coalition's running the country. But I, I can appreciate that if you're feeling down on the country overall, that maybe... This isn't going to help that much. Yong says, I brought my kids to the Medeca parade when they were young. They sing the patriotic songs. They yelled with excitement. Hey, we know that. We sing it in schools. For me, it's where I mingle among so many Malaysians, forgetting about, there it is, the politicians and other differences. It's there that you really realise that truly I am a Malaysian and I love my country. Yeah, so, you know,
2: uh, the success in Israel is really about government. It's about the state, right? It's about this concept that's larger than the governments that come and go. And it's larger than uh, the politics. I mean, we, we 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 have this problem of living in the present. Malaysia's gone through 60 years of ups and downs with all kinds of problems, more intense than we have today, in fact. I think of the 60s and how tumultuous and uh, and divided Malaysian society was then. So if we have a long view of the country... Why can't we, you know, kind
0: of appreciate what we have uh, and at least this dimension of things? Uh, Rose says parades, National Day parades haven't changed much over decades. And thus, sadly, when you've seen it once, you've kind of seen them all.
2: Yeah, but when you go to a parade and you feel it, it is unique, right? Everyone, every experience, because you'll be mingling with different people. Uh, there'll be different weather conditions. Something special might happen that didn't happen the year before. It isn't. Um, It isn't like watching a movie. I mean, not if you experience it firsthand. Yes, but
0: also it's not shot the same. Even the televised version. It's not the same anymore. I I think that now we have become, for better or for worse, very chunky. (laughs) So (laughs) um, I I don't know that it's necessarily scene one, scene them all. There are some... Also, to bring it back to our armed forces and our bomber and so on, who were very much enjoying the attention, that actually is a point of difference. Because if you go from very staid march passes or, you know, just kind of, here's the truck, this is what we do, this is what we have, um, to what we have now, which is literal flexing. Um, Ro, I don't know if you can argue that it's the same.
2: And also just to make a point, somebody pointed out uh, to me earlier that in fact, women in the bomber were also featured this year to kind of balance out uh, that element of things so uh, and the and I'm actually watching for the long tail of this right what we will still be seeing from the National Day Day Parade that will
0: resonate with us in a week or two weeks from now. I'm excited to get to this one because Mr G says I don't agree that it needs to be classy the parade should be a close reflection of our society what makes it what makes it a reflection of our culture? Sorry, but classy isn't what best describes Malaysia. We're not in the business to showcase our power and our weaponry. It should be balanced. Um, it should showcase patriotism, but also what our society is.
2: Yeah. So the better angels of our society, right? I think is what we want because there's a lot. There are a lot of downsides, including you know the. The inattentiveness to cleanliness, the littering, the you know, they're expecting that oh well, there'll be people who are going to pick up after us. I mean, all that 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 stuff is also part of us, but in sort of focusing on our better angels that would be a parade I would like to see I would like to see a little more fun uh, you know a ramping up of more uh,
0: diversity I think
2: we spoke yeah, about that yeah diversity mm-hmm. and you know Joe Siddiqui had a suggestion about how to have that diversity uh, there you know whether it was farmers in from Johor or fishermen from uh, Trunganu, for him there's there's a way of mixing that into the more uh, kind of template
0: like parts of uh, the parade Benjamin says Malaysia is more than the sum of our political squabbles, our dynamic relationship between different races, the melting pot of culture, the notorious bad habits of Malaysians, the disagreement on different ways of life. Merdeka is a celebration of how far we've come along, despite the impossible obstacles we have faced as a nation. Can we do better? Sure. Do we deserve better? definitely but for here and now we are together and that's merdeka to me yeah it's lovely it's a lovely sentiment, nothing need and
2: you don't need to add more to that i think
0: no i i i really benjamin i'm glad you sent that and i think that mentioning that the disagreements and our bad habits the stuff that you know we might not be so proud of is actually an integral part of the malaysian experience whether we like it or not um, somebody i can't remember who the other day um one of one of you sent in a message saying siblings squabble. And that was a reference to how different cultures in Malaysia get along. And I think that's true. Edwin says, uh, just to close off, if patriotism is all about National Day Parade, flying flags, wearing t-shirt with a national flag, but you don't treat the rest of the citizens, um, regardless of skin colour or religion, as equal, then that's the very definition of hypocrisy. Being patriotic should be displayed every day in terms of how you treat others. Flags, the parade and all are just a layer that should be done and celebrated on top of the former.
2: Indeed. I, th- I think nobody would argue against that proposition, Edwin, but we can't, you know, as and some people would like reject the the celebration because they feel we're not perfect yet. Uh,
0: we're, we're aspiring. It's a horizon. We're moving towards it. And in the meantime, we can have unclassy fun. That's the theme that we're going for. <laughs> um, okay, so we have been talking today uh, about the National Day Parade uh, that happened yesterday. Keep those thoughts coming. Do keep it here